0: what'd you say new Greenwich that's what it's called Greenwich oh, this is Maui wowie uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> my
1: favorite movie is that I can't decide on a favorite movie before. press next podcast
0: Heyo, I'm Katie and it's your co-host Corey and this is the press next podcast. We back baby PNP PNP hold, hold it, it down, down. <laughs> <laughs> We are back man for everybody who has always listened. Welcome back um, For those who are new welcome in we are a podcast. We talk about movies TV shows documentaries not other BS just so that it feels like you are, are at home with us, sitting on the couch, talking about it too. You feel me?
1: Because that's exactly what we're doing.
0: Yes. Just and we love it. Thank y'all for being here, man. We really do um, love the support that y'all have given us. Sorry that we didn't have an episode last week, but we was cruising. Cruising.
1: Getting,
0: we're, cruising I, together. Yeah. We was, you finna say that? I
1: love it when we're cruising together. Together.
0: It was, it, was, it was dope. I mean, real quick, shout out to Virgin Voyages. Uh, They gave us a free cruise, eight days in the Caribbean. So we did Dominican Republic at Puerto Plata. Then we went to San Juan and Puerto Rico. And then we went to St. Croix. And then we went to uh, the Bahamas. Um, Really, we went to Bimini, which is still a part of Bahamas. But it's really, it's like.
1: It's like in between Florida and the Bahamas. Yeah, yeah. It's really tiny. But honestly. Very small. It was amazing. I have to go back. It was amazing.
0: (laughs) It was amazing. I was looking up flights there today. And like, well, who flies there? Do They have airport, all sort of stuff.
1: I have to go. Back. Um,
0: but shout out to Virgin Voyages because what an experience.
1: Yeah. And what we won an it experience. by watching a TV show.
0: Yes. Just use Twitter. Well, I don't know, you know, Elon Musk might change all that now. Uh, but mm-hmm. use Twitter for what it's supposed to be used for, man. Now that I'm thinking about it, I've won a lot of stuff by just tweeting people.
1: Yeah. So cool.
0: So um,
1: and we will I mean if you follow us on our Individual Instagrams, socials. yeah, um, socials. We're gonna end up posting a video, maybe multiple Multiple videos, probably because it was an eight day, so mm-hmm. we have a lot to fit in. But, um, adult only cruise and facts. I just cannot say enough about this. I've, this was my first cruise, Corey's been on several. But I was saying that it felt less like a cruise. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of like the corny cruise. A lot of people don't like cruises because they feel like it is a corny way of travel. Right. But this felt like an all-inclusive resort Just on a ship. Just on water, yeah. Like, it was... There was no buffet. Like, every restaurant... Or everything to eat, you either had to order or it was an actual sit-down restaurant yeah, you that to, you like, made reservations at. Reservations, yeah. Um, and... All of the entertainment was adult entertainment, like things that adults find funny and enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just really, really cool to be surrounded by other adults. It felt like an elder millennial cruise. It did. <laughs> and adults that weren't stressing about their kids. Yeah. Elder millennial mixed with old people, but even the old people were just so cool. So
0: so with all of that, we couldn't record an episode, obviously, and, um, and release it because... Um, Though it was free, you know cruise ship Wi Fi is not the greatest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're in the middle of the ocean, so <laughs> but it's not going to be great. But we are back now, mm-hmm. um, and we got back Sunday, and we're going to talk about kind of what we did Sunday. Um, but as always, um, what have you? What have you been watching?
1: So uh, we do a lot of
0: watching last week, but yes, we did. We, I guess you did.
1: We would turn on the TV. What do you mean? I guess you did. Oh, because you
0: were watching like, when we
1: got back to the hotel yeah. afterwards. Okay, so when we were on the ship, we um, would watch Blackish or Grown-ish, Grownish every night before bed when we got back to our room at like um, midnight, one o'clock in the morning. Yeah, it was it was really cool, but obviously they only had um, certain seasons. Br- certain and- seasons, so it was just random episodes. Yeah. But Anyways, I was I forgot how much I love that show and I was like I need to get back into watching this. So anyways, watch <laughs> And then
0: it. halfway through the cruise, they took Blackish off. Yeah. <laughs> what was up with that? Rude. Yeah, I know, very rude.
1: Anyways, so I need to get back onto watching that, but um while I was gone, there was a new episode of Bachelor in Paradise and then the last episode of love is blind love and is the blind. finale of love is blind. So I was way behind trying not to see spoilers. I couldn't watch it. I tried to stream. It wouldn't let me. So literally we got off the ship. We went to our hotel. As soon as I got to the hotel, connected my, uh, thing to wifi. And I said, I have to watch this, Corey. I'm so sorry. Please let me catch up on my shows and then we can go and do whatever. Yeah, so took a nap, okay. <laughs> you did. Um, So I caught up on those. First of all, I have a lot of thoughts on Love Is Blind. So if you want to discuss them with me, please let me know. Um, and then with Bachelor in Paradise, uh, I cried. I Ah. cried. Justice for Rodney is all I'm gonna say. And then you're such a sap. I am a sap. I am. And then. What
0: about, we did you watch, watch anything movie. on the airplane?
1: No, I read.
0: Oh, dang. Look at you being a reader.
1: I watched. Speaking of, um, I read the book that is in our book club this month called The Godmothers, and a lot of it takes place in Greenwich Village. Ah, that's funny. You got so, to bring this up. So, if you're in a book club and you're reading that book and you saw that, I hope you thought of the intro. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what I say, Greenwich,
1: Greenwich, Greenwich, New Greenwich, <laughs> Greenwich, Greenwich,
0: <laughs> Greenwich. Hey, that's what it says, Greenwich. Anyway, um, I think on the flight there, I watched. Um, Game night. Do you remember Game Night?
1: Yeah, yeah. I never watched it though. Okay, I forgot how actually like
0: how much I enjoyed that film. So I was actually pretty happy that they had it on there because I watched it. Like, man, I really like I like this film. And then on the way back, I watched The Expendables, and I think I watched something else too. I can't the remember Expendables? what I
1: watched. I've never watched that.
0: The Expendables is, what is a, that? It's an action movie that has literally every every. Um, Every old head male action star you could think of that's, like, just top-notch action is in that movie. So just think about one right now. Like, o- old? Just don't say Chuck Norris because he's in, the, like, I think he's in Expendables 2 or 3.
1: Any old action person that yeah. I can think of?
0: Some some of them new. Like, males. Jackie Cl- Chan? Jet Li. So, oh. close enough.
1: um i'm trying to think of who else is action um
0: sylvester stallone
1: okay yes
0: arnold schwarzenegger
1: oh yes the terminator
0: mickey rorick
1: i don't think i know who that is
0: uh liam neeson
1: Mm, i will hunt you down
0: well not liam neeson i'm sorry uh what's the uh, a dude who got a he got a big old hit he played uh in, in one of the later fast and furious God, I can't remember his name right now. Not Liam Neeson, sorry. Um, Terry Crews. Mm. They're all in this movie and they're like a team of uh mercenaries. So, like the A team, I guess I you could like say. I feel like I've
1: heard of that before, but I remember. think they have
0: like four movies, but I think in the second one um <laughs> Chuck Norris is introduced like as a little cameo. Anyway, I watched that and I swear I watched something else. But then I watched this documentary yesterday at work.
1: Oh, interesting.
0: It was about... And I maybe keep forgetting that yesterday was
1: Monday. Yesterday was such yeah. a long day.
0: Um, it was about the scandal at Liberty University with the oh, president yes. and um Donald Trump and the president's wife and this and this guy. Uh, a little sex scandal. So we'll probably talk about that at some point. You got to watch it. It was very interesting. Basically... I'll watch it. The president of Liberty University, which we all know is like, they, they're tauted as like the... The most Christian university or school in America. They have the most, they have the strictest I guess rules.
1: Yeah, I guess I don't know much about them because you said that. And I was like, hmm, I don't think I've ever heard of Liberty.
0: Wow. <laughs> they have to wear modest clothes. They have to go to convocation three times a week. It is a must. Is it more strict than BYU? I don't, I would have to look at the rules to make my own decision. Yeah. But based off of this, they're they're both really strict. Okay. Can't have, like, opposite sex in room. Can't have relations. Can't be at, like, dance parties. There's mm-hmm. a curfew. All these, like, similar things. Okay. Can't drink alcohol. Uh, can't swear.
1: Where is this at?
0: This is in, I believe, Virginia. Oh, dang. Or North Carolina. Somewhere on the East Coast. Okay. Um. Anyway, he was a president of the university, and there was a scandal that came out that he blamed his wife for. He said, my wife was not being faithful, yada, yada, yada. But basically... He's a cuck. He got caught up. Mm. You know what a cuckold is? Uh-oh.
1: A trash man. <laughs> <laughs> we got
0: a we got a, a male. No, 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 no. He's a man that likes watching his woman get, you know what? Oh, yes. Like Mhm. Sexy time.
1: Oh. <laughs> you are so
0: stunned right now He's just like the to woman watch was her? too stunned yeah
1: hmm. it's a thing yeah
0: there's nothing wrong with him being a cuck the thing is that he's a hypocrite so he was saying all of these things about being like moral and everything else and there was a bunch of immoral things that were going on in his relationship as well as other things yeah um and so
1: I think I'm most stunned that there's a word for it. <laughs> Cuckled? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Can you Google it real quick? Just We'll I'm get scared. back to it. Google the definition. Not like, a, don't pull up a video or nothing like that. Just Google the definition. Uh, maybe our listeners will learn something today. It has nothing to do with movies, though this did come from a documentary. Um, a man who's, wait.
1: A man whose wife is sexually unfaithful often regarded as an object of derision.
0: What'd you Google? Cuckold. What's the other uh, definitions for it?
1: Of a man make another man a cuckold. What? (laughs) (laughs) By having having a sexual relationship relationship with his his wife. I just read that one too. Ew, ew, ew. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, ew! now it's just porn
0: yeah I told okay. you I just do the X. definition don't hit the uh, don't hit the videos or nothing like that okay yeah go to the go back go back go back anyway I watched that documentary I would like for you to watch it I think there's a lot of interesting information because the entire documentary is really the 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 guy who was essentially with the wife the kid who was mm-hmm. with the wife the young man he wasn't a kid I'm sorry Um, is like his tell all
1: mm, so it's interesting. his interesting gotcha story
0: Gotcha. Uh, He's got receipts and everything else. And you get to see the side of somebody who is in a consensual relationship, but is getting um, torn down. Okay. Right. So it's pretty, it's pretty interesting. So I watched that. Um, You know, I'm back on watching The Secret Life of America Teenager 2, just to pass the time. Um, But the most important thing, which is what this episode is about. So um, before we go any further, I would like to say to everybody. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. From here on out, we will be talking about a movie and there will be spoilers. If you have not watched the movie and you're going to watch it and you're like, I don't want the spoilers, please come back once you have finished the movie.
1: Well, why don't you tell them what the movie is? The
0: movie is Black Panther Wakanda (laughs) Wakanda Forever. Forever. It won't be. Anyway, um, so we're going to talk about that. Before we do that, though, uh, if you're about to leave right now, all we need you to do is... Um, go ahead and give us a follow press next podcast on any social media platform and please leave a review on apple Podcasts. drop a rating leave a review we love you we'll see you back whenever you watch the movie and you want to hear about what's going on with uh the black panther now for everybody who has stayed let's talk about this beautiful Beautiful film. film so let me just put the let me let me put you where we're at it's Sunday morning, rain is falling. I'm just joking. It's mm-hmm. Sunday morning, Sunday afternoon now. And we are in Miami, waiting to catch a flight early Monday morning. And we're like, what do we do with our time in Miami? We're really tired. We are vacationed out, but we want to go on another one right immediately. But we're like, what do we do in Miami? You know what? We should go catch a movie. So we find a theater. And how do I describe this theater?
1: But it also wasn't just any movie. We knew Black Panther came out and we had been like on our... We wanted to go see it.
0: And so we looked at our schedule and this is probably the most lucrative time for us to go see it. It's on a Sunday and it's in Miami and we get to say that we saw a movie in Miami, Mm -hmm. right? Um, And so we go to this theater. How would you describe the theater? Trash. It was very... No,
1: it was just like... A a small town theater, mm -hmm. but we were in literally the middle of Miami. Right, so it's like... This movie theater was in the middle of, like, this outdoor shopping center, but all the stores were closed. (laughs) And so the movie theater is the only thing open, and you have to order your tickets at the window. The window looks really old and dingy, and... The the, the TV screen is, like, flickering. Yeah, and they're, like, you know... You still have to pick your seat, which I was surprised by that. But, anyways, um, and I'm pretty sure, oh, yeah, they only had six screens. So it was a small theater. Yeah, it was theater. a very small um, theater. Um, but inside it just looked very local, which mm-hmm. I guess that's cool. It was, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, um, It was just old and dated. It just felt very dirty and dingy.
0: It was just different, but I'm not going to hate them because they're doing their thing. You know what I'm saying? Matter of fact, what the funny part was, the time that we wanted to go see the movie wasn't even on the board, so we had to ask them. I'm like, yo, what happened to the time? like, we want to go see the 515. She's like, oh, no, it's still there. I'm like, what the heck?
1: Yeah. But what was also really funny is that um, I was looking at reviews of the movie theater when we went, and one of the people posted a picture of the chairs and they were talking about how disappointed they were at how bad the chairs were. And someone had commented or the movie theater had commented on it and said, um, please come back to visit us. We just got brand new chairs. And so we watched the movie and then they came in and they were cleaning it out. We were sitting there because we're Marvel fans. We know that they always do a cut scene. So they come they come in to clean it out and the guy's like, how'd you like the chairs? The guy that works for the theater. are yeah, brand new. He's like, how do you like the chairs? They're brand new. We just got them last month. They're pretty nice. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, they were... So they were they weren't bad at all. They yeah, weren't yeah. like your, the chairs that we get, like you know, where they recline or heated yeah. and everything else. But they 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 were comfortable. They were big enough, and they leaned back. So it was, it was it was good. Anyway, I'm looking around the theater, and I'm thinking to myself: People know it's a Marvel movie, and there's been a lot of um, there have been a lot of previews, and people know who the villain's going to be. the The villain is going to be um, of Hispanic descent, right? And mm-hmm. we're also in Miami. Miami. This was the coolest thing to me was that typically, and where I've been to watch Black Panther, I'm always surrounded by black folks. Yeah. And this time, I, noticed I was that too. the only black person in the theater and was all Hispanic people. I was like, this is this is so cool.
1: Yeah, I'm pretty sure you were the only black person. And I was you was the only, only white, white person. person. <laughs> and it
0: was so cool to be like, I know why they came. Mm-hmm. Also because they probably like Marvel, but th- they were so excited to see Hispanic representation. Yeah. That's cool. Mm-hmm. So, let's get down to the nitty gritty. And if somebody knocks on our door for food, it is what it is. We're hungry. You know what I'm saying? We got torchies, so shout out to torchies. My first question, as always, is generally, where are you rating the film out of 0 to 100? How do you like it?
1: Mm, I didn't even think about this rating. That's okay.
0: That's okay. I want you to think about it now.
1: I think I would give uh-huh, it... I'm going to say, I'm going to say an 87.
0: An 87? Yeah. Okay. Out of a hundred. Why?
1: I really liked it. I loved the emotions I felt in it. I loved the action of it. I f- just felt like some things drug on a little bit too long. Okay. But, um, but I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed the comedic relief. I thought it was and a was fantastic hilarious. movie. I cried like five times.
0: Yes. Okay. 85 out of 100. You're 87. right. 87. Oh, 87 out of 100. You're pretty on par for what the Rotten Tomatoes... It's certified fresh Rotten Tomatoes. Rotten Tomatoes gave it an 84. Okay. The audience gave it a 95. Okay. And that's a little bit about where I am with it. I'm probably like 94, 95 range. Okay. Uh, out of 100. Because of how... Simply beautiful the movie was. Yeah. I cannot stress to you that like, it almost felt that like you were royalty as well. Everything there from the outfits to the set designs, even underwater mm-hmm. to Namor. Look, Namor was
1: fly. Yeah. Fly. I
0: love him. Fly. Everything was just so beautiful and in the shots that that you needed emotion they were very powerful close-ups and emotional shots. You remember when a girl was getting her uh her, she was getting her her rank stripped away from her? Mhm. Oh, that scene just like tore me out. What a powerful yep. scene.
1: Yep. And I, I'm you, pretty sure that was one of the times I where cried. He was
0: crying like, "Yo, why am I so choked up right now? Ryan Kugler, bro." I Two thumbs up, four thumbs up. Ryan
1: Coogler, up. but also the the actors, the actors and the actresses, hard. they played their role so dang well. They
0: did the best they could for Chadwick Boseman. I feel like,
1: and that's the thing you're about to make me cry. I feel like everyone played their ass off because they knew this is part of Chad what West it meant. Legacy, yes.
0: And they were like, "We're going to give you." Chadwick, we gonna give you the best that we can, uh, and they made it so much about. That was the other thing, a reason why I liked the movie was that they did not shy away from talking about talking it. about it and him really paralleling it to real life, Yes. Right? Because they were it illness. was T'Challa, but it was really Chadwick,
1: yeah. Because I feel like. Black Panther has been such a staple. It has been such a... I can't think of the word that I want to use, but it's become a part of black culture. And so, two people... Chadwick is Black Panther. Like 100%. He is not just an actor. He is a... Legacy in Black culture, like he well, yeah. was and a he shift plays, in culture.
0: He also played a lot of our big figures. Yeah, in movies, you yeah. talk about Jackie Robinson and other big figures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He played all of those big figures as well. So, so we love Chadwick. We are gonna always love Chadwick. But the way that they tastefully sent him off in the movie, it never uh, let him. They didn't make the entire movie about him, but they made the entire movie about him. Yeah, which is the wildest thing. He was, um. Oh, there goes the food. So, hold on, y'all. The opening credits. The the title, the title shot where it was just, you know how they do like the Marvel thing and typically it's the doom, 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 dun dun dun. Yeah. and it's doing the whole thing and like Mars, yeah. but it was just dead silent. It was dead silent in the theater, too. Oh, I it just all, got full body chills. It was all Chadwick shots, and I was like, I'm finna cry. <laughs> I was like, yo, they are no, going to do cried. this right. I cried immediately. They're going to do it right. And then it opened up with his funeral.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it felt like this was the funeral. We all got like invited to his funeral. Mm-hmm. And they were like really actually mourning him. Like you can tell the how they were crying and acting in the movie. That was real. Mm-hmm. That's why it felt so real because it was it real. It was
1: real. And I feel like that's what makes this movie so dang good Is that the emotions that these people are feeling and like, okay, so the whole movie is based off avenging his death or like, well, avenging the death of her mother, but like making him proud and being the leader that he would want them to be. And it just felt like that's how these actors mm-hmm. and actresses actually think. Like, we need to do our job the best because we need to make him proud. Right. And I'm glad they gave
0: him, they didn't give him no um, fake death. They they pretty much paralleled it to real life. Yeah, they said so, he had an illness. Yeah, he illness. had an illness or, and then he kind of died. So Zuri, you know, Zuri is this little sister and she's the scientist. And, the, and how it opens up is that she's trying to find the uh, cure, which is a synthetic form of the herb. The herb or the herb as I'm gonna call it as the they call herb. it. Herb. She's trying to create the synthetic form of the herb to save T'Challa. And the reason why she has to do that is because in the first movie, Killmonger made them burn all the herbs. Mm-hmm. And the herb is what makes you gives you the strength of the Black Panther. The strength
1: of the Black Panther. Exactly.
0: So you gotta go to the astral plane and see what you gotta do and da-da-da. And you come back to life, then you have the strength of the Black Panther. So but they don't have the herb no more. So if T'Challa dies, the Black Panther is dead. Mm-hmm. Unless Zuri can come up with a synthetic form of the herb and then they can grow that mm-hmm. so that's that's like a plot line of the movie itself at the beginning she can't do do it so then now the the movie's starting to shift and talk about how Zuri's supposed to be you know the next predecessor right you, know, you can kind of tell that that's like the thing
1: right, but then the mom becomes queen,
0: yes, well she she's been uh She's been the, the 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 matriarch anyway, really. Right. At the end of the day, you know, she's been she she is what it is. Um and so years ago by and of course she's making decisions to, pr- to protect Wakanda. So if you don't know Wakanda is in in the Marvel world, is the most powerful nation and they have the most powerful uh element which is vibranium. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Now, they know and, that. And, go ahead.
1: And if you don't know, Vibranium is the, Wakanda is the only place you can get Vibranium. You can get Vibranium. Which is why it's so powerful. Right.
0: Because they, know, they don't want to hoard it, but they also know that they don't, want, they don't trust it in the hands of other people. Right. So they have to protect Wakanda and they have to protect Vibranium. So, a couple years go by, people are trying to get the Vibranium. They're trying to, of course, at different outposts and stuff like that, they're making attacks on Wakanda, trying to get the vibranium, and have the nerve to go to the UN and be like, Wakanda's not uh, cooperating, yada, yada, yada. Man, y'all out here tripping, talking mm-hmm. about we're not cooperating, y'all trying to rob us. Now, granted, at the same time, there's a U.S. scientist who created um, like a robot machine that could detect vibranium. Mm-hmm. And the United States, I guess CIA or whatever agency it was, I think it was the CIA, dropped one of these machines in the water, in the ocean, mm-hmm. and they detected vibranium. So here's where it gets, you know, like, where the Namor come in and everything else? They detect vibranium and then they get attacked by some, what seems to be like mermaid people or whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, the, there are people, there's a whole land of people who live underwater. And they are led by Namor.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Namor. Anyway. So they attacked the United States uh soldiers and uh, knocked them off. And
1: And this whole village of people that's living underwater are from Mexican descent. Yes, so that's why from, like, it was such a peninsula area. Which is why it was so like also big for yes, the Hispanic. For the Hispanic community.
0: culture, right? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I've, this week I've seen, like, murals of Namor in Mexico. Really? And stuff like that. Yeah, all That's over cool. Instagram and stuff. So um, it's pretty cool. Now, Namor has the ability. This is what makes him different than everybody else. Namor was born underwater. He has the ability to fly with wings, feet. He has uh, wings on his feet. He can also breathe the outside air mm-hmm. and breathe underwater, mm-hmm. where the rest of his people have to wear, like, a water apparatus to be able to, to be outside. Right. Um, they have to wear, like, an apparatus around their mouth that holds water so that they can absorb the oxygen from the water and they can kind of move around in, the, in a normal world. So it's kind of like Bane. Remember Bane from uh, Dark mm-hmm. Knight Rises? He needs that little breathing apparatus or whatever. So uh, It's
1: also like uh, Sandy and Spongebob.
0: Exactly. You know, you take that off, you, you, you can effectively kill them. Then, but Namor...
1: Sandy!
0: Namor is powerful. And so Namor essentially goes to Wakanda, somehow gets past the defenses and lets them know, hey... They found Vibranium. I'm going to essentially kill whoever created the machine because they're going to keep looking for it. Because it's Vibranium, you should protect us. You need to join my squad. Mm -hmm. And if you don't join my squad, then I'm just going to wipe you out too.
1: Right. And this whole time, mind you, Wakanda thought they were the only place that had Vibranium.
0: Yes. The only place. Now, granted, that's where I feel like I have questions.
1: Okay. So let's, get into, them. let's so get into it. So that's them. the gist of the movie, and then the um, underwater people what are what are they called?
0: Let me look. Let me
1: look. What are Namor's people called? <laughs> so, anyways, Namor's people and the Wakandans Wakandians are fighting.
0: Yes, they have beefed the whole uh, movie. And the reason why they have beef the whole movie is because really they're pit against each other. Wakanda goes, they, Namor says, go get the scientist. bring the scientist to me. The Wakandans go and find the scientist who created the machine. And it's a young 18 year old black girl. So they're like, yo, I'm not about to serve you up to Namor. What I'm going to do is we're going to find a way to peacefully like, mm-hmm. I'm going to take you back to Wakanda. We'll find a way to peacefully do this. But Namor jumps the gun. And they go and get the... They, essentially, they follow the Wakandans and they go steal the girl. And while they're stealing the girl, the girl, Shuri's there as well. So they kidnap Shuri. And then that's why it's really an issue because during the kidnapping... And this was actually a really beautiful moment. During the kidnapping, because Shuri's a princess, Namor shows her around uh, his kingdom mm-hmm. and is really telling her about his story, why he is called Namor why he really has to protect his people, why it's imperative that he has to kill the scientists right. because he can't have people out here looking around. I've built this place for my people. I need to protect my people. Right. Now, Zuri can, can really relate to this because she feels the same about Wakandans. Right. She feels the exact same. She understands, but Zuri's like, there has to be a peaceful way to do this. Even though we have seen that Zuri is really vengeful. Mm-hmm. She's very angry. She wants to get revenge on everything. That's the part of her spirit. Mm-hmm. It's who she is.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, granted, that could have played out peacefully, but the whole time Zuri's mother, the queen, sends in uh Lupita, what's Lupita's uh name in the movie?
1: It was really just miscommunication. It really was. was. Miscommunication.
0: Really was. S- sends in Lupita's character to go get Zuri back. And in the process of doing that, she kills two of Namor's people, so that sparks the war. Essentially, let's see who the people are called by. Uh, the heart shaped herb. Let's see, Okoye. That's a um, oh girl. Why did do they all say nothing? We'll just say his warriors because <laughs> that's what it says yeah. here. Yeah. Namor his and his warriors. So then because they get kidnapped or whatever and somebody dies, Namor goes to Wakanda and they wreak havoc on Wakanda. And not only do they wreak havoc on uh, Wakanda, he kills the queen.
1: Looking for the queen.
0: Looking for the queen. He kills the queen. Says one of the hardest bars, I think, is in movie history. And Katie was like why do you think it's hard he just wrecked Wakanda now you have to remember Wakanda is the most powerful nation mm-hmm. nobody has ever seen a power go up against Wakanda and survive, and survive even get yeah. close to we can even talk about Thanos the end the, the end of Thanos happened in Wakanda
1: right
0: well anyway Thanos <laughs> is dead you gonna go up against Wakanda and win he goes in there and with his warriors and they wreck shop, and he kills the queen. And then he says, he looks Zuri in the face and says, "Bury your dead, mourn your losses. You're the queen now." And takes off. Hardest moment. That's really hard. I was like, "That's hard, bro." He went in. and was like he wrecked it, and he said, "I'll be back in a week. Mm-hmm. You're gonna join my team. I'm gonna do the same to you." Bury your dead, mourn your losses. You're the queen now. And if you don't make the right decisions, I'm going to come back and kill you too. Right. I'm like, yo, Namor mean business. <laughs> we, we, <laughs> he he
1: mean, wants all the smoke.
0: He wants all the smoke. So my question is, my first question is this. As we learn, so here's a big spoiler. As we learn, she Zuri is able to replicate the heart-shaped herb. Mm-hmm. And that's gonna make her the Black Panther. Mm-hmm. So she takes it and she goes to the ancestral plane. Now, when you go to the ancestral plane, you're supposed to see the ancestors that give you, they give you advice and wisdom.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: She says, she, she sees Killmonger on the throne. Hard moment.
1: Yeah. Very, Hard moment. Very.
0: So my question is Who is the greater villainslash antagonist? Killmonger or Namor?
1: hmm i saw this on someone's instagram story
0: yeah i had this lined up before but i'm I'm, i like it so i'm gonna rock with it
1: um oh that's such a hard decision but honestly i think namor why i just think that he oh (laughs) it's so hard I feel like he has so much purpose behind why he's doing what he's doing. He feels like he's the he is the chosen one to protect his people. Hmm.
0: Okay. What do you, you think? Know, okay. So here's my thoughts. I don't think you're wrong. I don't think there's any right answer to right. this right Um, first and foremost. Anybody who's saying Killmonger is a villain or that Namor is a villain, I think is incorrect. I think the true villains are the world powers that, you know what I'm saying? Like the United States, the Frances of the world and stuff like that. Right. The people who are trying to mine Vibranium.
1: And capitalize off of it. Right.
0: Those are the true villains. Right. Oh, girl that worked for the CIA? She's the villain. Yeah. They, they always have been a villain because they keep messing they keep sticking their nose in places where they don't even stick their nose. Mm-hmm. If they weren't looking for vibranium, none of this happens. Right. Namor is still in the ocean with his people. And Wakanda is still chilling and mourning mm-hmm. the loss of T'Challa. <laughs> However, here are my thoughts. I think that Namor, Zuri, and Killmonger are one of the same.
1: Okay, that's why I was saying it's hard because I feel like they are pretty equivalent.
0: I think they're all the same, which is why I think instead of her seeing her ancestors, she saw Killmonger in the ancestral plane. And why she was able to get close to um, Namor, because they have the same they all have the same um they have the same heart. They have the same spirit. What I mean by that is remember T'Challa Vengeful. It's very vengeful. First. And then it's their people second. Because if they really wanted to protect their people, they would make more peaceful moves. Mm-hmm. T'Challa, that was his thing. It was that he was too peaceful. That's what people, that's what the vengeful people felt was yeah. that he was too peaceful. But his first option was always looking for peace. It was never looking for action. He went to action when he needed to. But that's not Zuri. And that wasn't Killmonger. That's why Killmonger was a mercenary. Mm-hmm. And he his drive was that he was Wakandan. Man, his dad got cast out, and his dad was killed by King Tachaka, and he felt like Wakandans were not helping their the other black people ar- ar- around the world when they could be. Sounds like a very similar, you know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Vengeful. Could have went in a different way. Could have got his point across in a different way. But it's vengeful. Ultimately dies because of it. Namor, same way. Namor sees his mom dies, wants to go bury his mom, sees that, you know, there's there's slavery and stuff going on and they've wrecked his mom's land and tradition. He kills everybody. From then on, his first thing, the scientist finds the um the vibranium. There's a threat to maybe his civility and his civilians or whatever. His first thought is, I'm going to kill the rest of the world. And you're either on my side or not. Mm-hmm. Vengeful. Why do you have to kill everybody? Mm-hmm. Why can't you have just given the scientists over to Wakandans or whatever else? Or so you kept the scientists. Why do you have to kill the scientists? And we can work together to get anybody else who knows about the um, the tech, right? Mm-hmm. But it wasn't that. It was it was always vengeful. And if you don't help me, I'm going to kill you too. Matter of fact, you'll be the first people we kill, and then I'll go kill them. Right. Zuri is the same way. Anybody, I want to burn the world because my brother died. If you're in my way, I'm just going to Take you out. or We're just going to kill you.
1: Yeah, they're very similar.
0: They're all, they're the same. Their spirit is vengeful. Now, she had a moment to choose whether she wanted to kill him or not, and she made the decision not to. But that was because her mom came to her and told her, show her who you are.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So she made a great strategy play. But to me, I feel like you get, they're three of the same people just in different predicaments. But they're really the same predicament. They love their family. Yeah. They love their people. And if you cross them, the way that they feel like um, they're going to correct it is by being vengeful. It's seeking that revenge. Mm-hmm. And everybody keeps telling them, the hole is only going to get bigger if that's your aim.
1: Yeah, I could see that. I, I agree with that. I agree with that.
0: That's why she was mad about seeing a Killmonger, because she was really seeing herself.
1: And then she had to face the fact mm-hmm. that... Damn, I really am like him.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm nothing like you. Yes, you are.
1: Yes, you are. That's why you're seeing me right now.
0: Wow, that is. Yeah. yeah, it is. All right. That was that was one question I had. I feel like I had to get that in there. Um, that was a good one. Are there any loopholes you feel like it was in a movie?
1: Um... Or anything you have like questions about? I'm trying to think, but I can't think of anything right now. Can you think of anything? Maybe you can tell me.
0: I don't have a loophole, but I'm wondering how the vibranium got where it was in the ocean. And if so, is there some validity to the people who are like, what do I believe about Wakanda now? Because I thought that this was only found in Wakanda. So all the stories that we have told about Wakanda being as special as it is, isn't special anymore.
1: Yeah, well, that's what they were saying in the movie. They were like, what about our ancestors? What I know, about the stories we've been told? But then they kind
0: of just left it. And yeah. I'm thinking now, if people know that there's vibranium. Elsewhere. Elsewhere. Or at least in the water. There's going to be, there has to be an alliance between Namor. Just like kind of in the comics. But between Namor and his people in the Wakandans. Because they're not going to try, stop trying to get vibranium.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Especially with that CIA agent knowing and having phone call conversations and stuff like that. Now they know that there's yeah. something in the ocean. They're going to keep going back, and keep going back, and keep going back. They might have to implore a, 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 a league of their own or a team of their own of superheroes.
1: That's true. I guess sometimes I forget that there's actually like real people, like a real world outside of.
0: The the fake stuff?
1: The fake, like what can't.
0: Well, I say fake, but like that. that It's hard to think, like that. It is what it is, right? It's not just a
1: superhero world. There's like, no, there's like regular ass humans. There's like
0: a version of us, right? Who are doing a podcast right now talking about, man, you see the renews, the Wakanda and the Namor and them got in a fight? That's crazy.
1: Exactly. So I think sometimes it's hard for me to remember that. But I guess what you're saying is true. Like, they're not going to stop. So where do we go from here?
0: Yeah, they're going to do something. And the thing about it is, the thing that got me a little bit worried is at the end of the movie, Namor's sister or whatever the girl who's like his second hand. Namora. Uh-huh. That's her name. She is much like Shuri. Zuri. 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 She's just vengeful too. The play is for them to be in in an an alliance. Uh Uh-huh. That's the best thing for both of them because they're two very powerful like uh the two very powerful nations. Mm-hmm. One got power on the land. One got power in the ocean.
1: Mm-hmm. So, but for, one also has power by numbers, and I'm talking numbers, numbers. Like Wakanda's got a lot of people.
0: Yeah, the underwater people. The, yeah, they a lot. They got a lot. Easy. What did he say? What was the quote he said? Something like that. He said, "If I you want
1: to go to war, I got more people than you have blades, blades of, of grass." grass? Yeah.
0: You're not beating that. And they ain't get just people. They wild. They strong. They can scrap. And they do this mind trick thing where they start singing a little song. And they can like it can hypnotize like you. Hypnotize you. Yeah. you just walk into the ocean and it's a rap. Mm-hmm. So that's that's a cool little technique right there, too. Um, so they don't I don't think they both want smoke with each other. Because also she figured out that if they sweat him out, he ain't got no powers.
1: It's like the United States and Russia.
0: Right, you know. Can you imagine seeing like a CNN thing, like, um, you know, you, uh, the the United Nations are talking about, um, oh, or tensions rise between Wakandans and uh, uh, Namor's uh, <laughs> clan. Can, can you imagine? Like, that's the that's the world they live in there. Yeah. But the thing is, this is how stupid. This is this is why I like comics. Right, comics is supposed to be like an allegory. And really a reflection of like real life. That's what comics are made off of. Specifically political stuff. Look how stupid in most of the Marvel movies are the governments of the world. And I'm not just talking about America. I'm talking about all the governments. Mm -hmm. I have literally seen Wakandans have vibranium. And I've just seen these mermaid people hop out of the water and smoke Wakandans and everybody else that would be enough for me to say we're not messing with them. Whatever they need, they got. You know what I'm saying? If the only thing they ask for is we don't mess with them, we just not finna mess with them. Watch them mess with them. So stupid. Greed is is such a wild thing that you can literally make movie franchises off of it and the biggest mistakes in your life off of it. Yeah. Let them people be. They already are what they are. We live in life good. Let that be a lesson to you. But the hardest thing, i put on here, what made you cry? As a question.
1: The opening credit. I'll tell you what, though. The funeral. That
0: post-credit scene.
1: With the son. Mm-hmm. I cried then, too.
0: They said, what's your name? And they said, Prince uh, Prince T'Challa. Son of King Mm T'Challa.
1: I was like, let's go! He said... Uh, Toussaint is my
0: Haitian name. Yeah. He said, so she asked him, Wakandan, what is your name? And he said, my name is, with." and it was so cool because he was like a kid and he was like, you know, talking like a kid voice, you know, mm-hmm. like, I think your name is pretty too. Ha 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 ha. And then when she said, what is your name? He got into like warrior mode and was like, my name is Prince T'Challa, son of King T'Challa. I was like, let's go, bro. Let's go. He got a legacy. T'Challa got a legacy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He got a legacy. And Ryan Kugel and him helped write your story. We also now know that Zuri right now is Black Panther, which right. also somewhat happened in, uh, you know, we have female Black Panthers in the comics. But in 40 years from now, 20 years from now, T'Challa has legacy. So Black Panther will, is it really it is will remain. Wakanda forever. Yeah. It really is Wakanda forever. The story was so beautiful. The detail was so beautiful. Everything wrapped back around. Mm-hmm. I want to know what they're going to do with old buddy who they call the colonizer, which they broke out of Yeah, uh, jail because he got arrested. I want to know what <laughs> the they're going to do with The
1: colonizer in chains.
0: I really have seen it all. <laughs> um, But other than that, I'm lit about it. So what do you think is like next for Marvel?
1: In this franchise or?
0: Yeah. Not like obviously, but I'm thinking like like don't go to the phase and be like, oh, next they're doing Fantastic Four. No, <laughs> like, yeah. Like or at least for Black Panther.
1: Um I don't know. I'm not I don't feel like I'm good at predicting um the comics because I did I never like read them. Mm. So I have a hard time with that. But I think obviously we're gonna see because I don't think things are done between them two? Yeah.
0: I think they become more allies than anything else. Okay. Like I think it's gonna be I think there may be like another type of civil war at some point. Yeah. Where black the Wakandans and um Namor and his uh people are going to be on the same side and they're gonna have to fight essentially they're gonna be like the anti heroes. Okay. I guess you can say. Don't do it! Don't do it! Don't do it! Don't do it! I'm giving him the most
1: devious look right now. It's me.
0: (laughs) Hi, Hi. I'm I'm the problem. problem, It's it's me.
1: I'm the problem. It's me.
0: Anyway, um, man, what I just got to tell y'all, if you haven't seen it yet, you need to go see it. I want to see it again just so I don't miss anything. Yeah, because I feel like I, you know, was long enough, and there were parts where. It was like dialogue based, you know, mm-hmm. um, and I think that they needed that to be able to tell Neymar story. Uh, Neymar story.
1: No, I agree. I agree with that. Um, I just have a very short attention span. I feel you. <laughs> I feel
0: you. Um, but
1: I, th- I just think it was really good. I would like to see it again, and since I know kind of what I'm going into, I can look for things that I missed the first mm-hmm. time. So.
0: Did you see that the license plate on the van that they were transporting the guy in was uh, Chadwick Boseman's birthday and initials?
1: Yes, I saw that. After the fact. I didn't realize it during the movie. Yeah, me either. Mm.
0: Yeah, it was good. Then they bust out the Rihanna song at the end. And Zuri finally got over her uh, grief a little bit. You know what I'm saying? She was able to let go. She was able to to let go. It's going to be great, man. It really is. Shout out to Marvel because here's the thing. People were getting real iffy about this this uh, phase. And I think it's really starting to ramp up, especially with the shows. I loved Miss Marvel.
1: Yeah, I didn't watch that one.
0: I loved the past couple of Marvel movies that came out. I am um, I still haven't watched Moon Knight, but I want to watch Moon Knight. I think they're filming season two in January. What were
1: your thoughts on She-Hulk?
0: I, okay, time out. I, I don't know what everybody's big thing was. And I think everybody just wanted to have an opinion or whatever. That's cool. People are entitled to their opinion. I love She-Hulk. Let me tell you why I like She-Hulk.
1: I never finished. I need to. That's one of the shows that I need. Let to
0: me finish. tell you why I like She-Hulk. Because I, as long as she stays at a TV show, it's gonna be great. Mm-hmm. She is like is funny. It's like the female uh, Daredevil. Not Daredevil. I'm sorry. Um, what's
1: his name? Ryan Reynolds. Um. 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 um, um.
0: Goodness gracious! Deadpool. Deadpool. He, she's like the female Deadpool when it comes to the fact that she breaks the fourth wall all the time. It's comedic relief. It's not mm-hmm. always just serious. Right. I love that. And she's so, she's an attorney at law, right? It's like, she Hulk, attorney at law. So it's not about her just being a Hulk and just killing everybody. It's about her being the and lawyer the for superheroes. Law. Exactly. <laughs> and I'm thinking that she can be, you know, not that they have like the Sokovia Accords or nothing like that, you know, but she can be, again, you can incorporate all of these smaller B-side missions- of Marvel and all the superheroes that you may feature in the big movies in her show. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So I liked it. I loved it. I liked the fact that they brought in um, another female aspect um, when it comes to just superheroes in general. And I liked that they stuck to her human side because she really was, she started off the show as just like a regular ass human. Mm-hmm. She never wanted to be a Hulk, but that's just right. a part of her identity it was an now. Accident. Right, so... It is what it is and it's a part of who she is, but she's also still just like a human, so she's gonna still go through some of the same human things that she wants like she's a girl and she's searching for a guy,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know what I mean like yeah,
1: I need to finish watching it
0: it was I thought it was a really good show now. I do think there's one corny part, okay <laughs> you haven't got to this, but I think there's one corny part they spent a lot of time really you know using an angle talking about how, like, she's a woman and she has to work twice as hard and um, she's always angry because of things that go on in the world because she is a woman. Mm -hmm. And I'm not here to refute that at all. 100%. That's 100% the case. Right. However, the one part where she gets locked up, they chose the most ridiculous um, way for her to be, like, sanctioned. Uh, Basically, she had relations with the person. The person recorded her and they used that recording as leverage and they played it in front of everybody. And she got mad and threw like a chair at the screen and like busted up the wall and everything else like that, right? Mm -hmm. So she lost her temper. Because she lost her temper and she's a Hulk, they placed her under like arrest and Mm -hmm. where they gave her like little wristlet things where she couldn't become the Hulk anymore. Gotcha. So the one thing they like empowered her to do and stuff like that they punished her for in the show away. Yeah. was like she was um an angry woman <laughs> and now because she's an angry woman not like the Hulk like he's not angry all the time right. you know what i'm saying That's because she was an angry what woman makes him the Hulk. when she got exploited when she should be angry they locked her up for that that to me was corny that was a corny part uh but the last episode was kind of funny other than that I thought it was a good show. So I enjoyed it. Again, I've been I've been enjoying the shows. I, I liked I loved uh Black Panther. So I'm excited. I saw the previews for um uh Quantumania, a- Ant Man and Wasp. That's gonna that looks like it's gonna be fire.
1: That is yeah, I love I like the Ant Ant-Man Man and Wasp. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um so that's that's gonna be good, and that's coming out. So I'm I'm very excited about where Marvel is headed.
1: Yeah, I think it'll be good. I think, honestly, Ant-Man is a sleeper. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because, because people, it, there's not a lot of hype around it, but I think all of those movies are so good. And Paul Rudd is just- He's the perfect Ant-Man. He's so funny. He's
0: the perfect Ant-Man. And if you think about like Ant-Man in general as a superhero, they, he almost has to be a sleeper, right? Mm-hmm. Like, Yeah. His superpowers so be small. big and small. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I like, got yeah, what, what else could big he do? Big and small. Yeah, he can get big with the- Oh, yes, yes, yes. Um, with the pin Particles but you know then he went to the Quantum Realm and then now they're trying to master the Quantum Realm so uh, that's what that's all um, about and I, I love that I love Ant-Man I love Ant-Man and Wasp I'm sure I'm gonna love Quantumania yeah I uh, also like Thor Thor and Thunder so yeah
1: that was good
0: again Marvel I think is really on one right now but you're about to be on one because do you want to play a game
1: I have no choice
0: I was gonna play it anyway so I'm sorry if you didn't alright <laughs> As you know, every week I ask Katie questions about uh, movie industry terms. See if she knows them. She's typically bats about 500. So, let's see if you do good this week. I have two terms for you. Are you ready?
1: I'm ready. If you're ready,
0: let me hear you say, oh, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: All right, then. Okay. The first thing is, what is a bounce board? You should know this.
1: A bounce board is a uh, reflective board that
0: they use to bounce light off of. I may not always be right, but I never will. You are correct. Okay. So it's basically it's
1: my job to hold it.
0: Yes. How about I say you should know this because you've held a bounce for me uh, a thousand times. So a bounce board is a device used to reflect light during filming. It is typically a solid white surface constructed out of poster board or foam, and it helps to add soft light to a scene. So basically, um, sometimes you need a little fill light and we use it to just bounce it back. So if you know anything about light, you know light will go places and it's bouncing off of different walls and everything else. And the more it bounces, it gets diffused, right? It gets softer. Mm -hmm. So if you are lighting from one side of somebody's face, so let's say you're on the left side of somebody's face, well, and you're lighting, the right side of that person's face is probably going to be darker, right? Mm -hmm. So you might use a bounce board on the other side so, that the light will bounce off the board and bounce onto the other side of the person's face.
1: Mm. And then yes. you kind of wrap
0: around their face. So, it yes. acts almost like a second light. Uh, but if you want a little softer, then yeah, because you diffuse the light as well. So, mm-hmm. I like that. Are you ready for the next question? Let's go. Feeling good. I know you're feeling good. What is a bumper?
1: Oh, God. <laughs> a bumper. A bumper is something used to um, let you know when to cut a scene, let when you to, to splice it.
0: To let you know when to cut <laughs> a scene, when to splice it. Damn, <laughs> damn, damn. <laughs> That's my favorite. Okay. A bumper is the pre film segment that plays before the movie begins. It typically contains the movie studio logo. So Disney's movie. Oh, like the Blumhouse. Uh, right. Right. Or the Magical Castle for Disney. Yeah, I never knew that that
1: was called a bumper. Yeah. Very interesting.
0: Do you feel like you learned something new right then?
1: I did. Good. That's what
0: I'm talking about. Now, for you all, this is great for you. I need you to look for bumpers or bounce boards or when they would use a bounce board in a TV show or film that you are watching. And, hey, be like, hey, I know what that is now. Why? Because you learned it here on Press Next Podcast, baby.
1: Hey, I learned that.
0: You feel me? Anyway, thank y'all for sticking around. You know what I'm saying? I'm about to get down on these Torchy Tacos.
1: Yeah, thanks, guys. And girls. <laughs> ladies and, ladies and
0: Ladies, ladies, and gents, man. That's what I say. Katie looking at me like she don't know how we sign off every time.
1: No, I thought you were going to say something else. <laughs> she looking was, at me like, uh. <laughs> I was just waiting on you to say something else. Remember to uh, subscribe and leave a review for us. Follow us on our social medias. If you would like. And as always, um, when you are watching TV and I ask, are you still watching? Always press next. Every damn time. Bye, y'all.